0: you are now about to witness the awesome crushing America of my tongue the are you it's Robinson Show. Stop it! Welcome, my friends, to a show that seemingly never sort of ends. This version. Uh, Uh, A one, uh, a nine, uh, five, Eugenius Robinson show. I'm your host, Eugenius Robinson. Right before we dig in, bumper music. Let Bob Riley sing us it like he has every day, every week. 2007, Stigmata, The Calling of the Just. The song is called Intro, All of Nothing. She is, but she's awake. Uh, Still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they shoot you at death nightclub, hit your car with a hammer, and they run your mayor pro tem out of town in the nick of time. Still available. Well, I'm hoping that they reorder because I got a bunch here. Listen, listen well. It's a cause of belly for his whole show. All right. And Lancashire. I'm on my way back to I my but I could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So be in playback and for always. Nothing. All right.
1: All right. Which is besides what some of you pay for the show. Let's start out with the commercials and get to it fast because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Ah man, I, I don't want to show you the envelopes. Uh, but uh look, you know, you you guys are riding on Tommy LB's coattails. You don't can't be doing that. Tommy Pounds is a, should it shouldn't be the only one keeping the show on, on the wheels uh uh and then uh dude this other dude let me get dig it up here i'm going to pass out for better than over there's other i'm sure he doesn't want his 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 shit on blast for everybody uh mr dude hard way hey uh so pinko nine five zero one four at yahoo.com. pinko nine five zero one four at yahoo.com. If you want to go uh, via uh, via PayPal, oh, Mister Ah oh, Brooklyn's house, oh, nice Mister R. Uh, 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 I don't know if I doesn't want me to use his name. Let's just call it Mister R from Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, sir. You sent it. You sent uh, it Venmo. Let me see if it was Venmo, which I have no. It always takes me a little bit to get the stuff out of Venmo. I can't figure it out. I can't actually no, he didn't say it, Venmo, he said it, Cash App. Cash App, I, I'm not starting to manage. Cash App is Eugene Dash Robinson 28. So uh, or you could do it at patreon.com slash the stomper, which I now, which I now remember, because it's only taken me two years to remember it. So that's it for the commercials, because I got a job now. So the heat, yeah. Hey baby, my name is Pinkle. Come out to Woodlawn sometime and fuck me. That's, that's where I got the pinko from. It's a, from a, a, a big black song. So, because um, I got a job now. But that's not the point. Uh, you know, I got a job and a kid. He's like, ah, sorry, kid. I got 17 listeners. So I, I'm going to take your college money and spend it on them. Nah, you know what I mean? It's a, like the, the record labels that we have, we always ask, well, how many records are we selling? And they always think it's because we want the money. And that's there. Really, we, on, on that flow chart of life, we want to see in that timeline whether, does it make sense to keep doing Oxbow? Because it amuses us, but so would a nice game of golf, you know, you could, so or is the, are the trend lines like, stop it, stop it, stop it? Or just like, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. So fortunately, the trend lines with, with Oxbow are like, so they're fundamentally going up. The trend lines for whipping boys say in the latter days were like, (laughs) so, you know, you might, you can't, you can't lose. You can't lose if you don't quit a tyrant, but you can quit if you don't lose. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So anyway, so we got the commercials out of the way, got the thanks out to Tommy pounds and Mr. Hardaway up there in BC, as well as Mr. R in Vegas. And um, as usual, into got to talk you into how we got here and and um uh <laughs> and it, 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 it it's not so it's a, it's a it's it, it's not so easy to explain um so a uh, let's let's back up a little bit so because I'm telling you something that I I got to get through this it, it, and this is the way my mind works I'm telling you something that's only tangentially connected to the show it doesn't make a difference <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it wasn't fixed I, I, People are talking about that smack They're out of their minds They think they're trying to lure me They think because I'm part of the conspiracy That I'm a lunatic yeah, You know, the only difference between me and, and a madman Is that I am not mad, said Salvador Dali So, okay So um, so last week, I promised you something That I didn't deliver All right, And I, I'm not saying this by way of apology I'm saying this to explain It's not so much that I lie But I say things that don't come true Because I got screwed so what happened? Let me go. Let me back up a little bit. Sophia Chang, the one who discovered, managed, signed uh, 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 RZA, uh, uh, old dirty bastard. Jizza brought the Wu Tang Clan to majored in French literature in, in British Columbia, where she grew up. Uh, to you know, Korean mother and father being Korean, right? And uh, you know. Uh, Tormented about her Asianness as people on the West Coast typically do. You know, all the all of the Asian cats I went to high school with I identified as, as 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 mostly as Negroes. <laughs> so it was a very strange thing for me to come out west to find out uh, Anglo identifying whites. You know, people. God love you. Do what you want. In fact, I was rolling with a guy on Thursday, on Thursday afternoon, and he said, "Yeah, I'm going to exercise my white privilege." And I had to stop and say, Barry, you're Chinese. He's like, oh, well, I mean, (laughs) whatever, bro, whatever. (laughs) No shame in your game. You want to be, Barry's white, everybody. (laughs) You know, forget about that thousands of years of civilization and and introducing pasta to the Italians and (laughs) developing written language, thousands of years. Forget about that rich cultural tradition you are you you like mayonnaise and egg salad what you? i don't know so um so yeah yeah we're gonna go down to the chale thing as well as some good gossip that i've that i've been getting anyway we're got to get to there so um and i'm gonna keep this really short unless i keep getting sidetracked so uh sophia chang calls me right out of the blue of course i recognize her name for me it's like you know, I mean, they're a category of people who I'm not sure remember me, like a Rick Rubin. So if Rick Rubin called, I wouldn't be shocked that he called. But I'd be like, ah, I guess he remembers me, the guy from Whipping Boy. Sophia Chang is more the other way. It's like, this is somebody I've been thinking about. And they called me. Like that friend of mine once said, he goes, you know, the crazy shit you talk about somehow always comes true. So I wasn't sure whether I had willed it into existence. But then she said, um, um. Yeah, 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 that's true. The West Coast does that to people, I guess. That's why I had never met Black folks crazier than the Black folks I met in California, but that's a side topic. So um, so she calls, and I she, Can I talk to you. I go, yeah, I'm glad to ha- have you talk to me. Whatever, cool, what's going on? And she tells me about this extortionate scheme being run on her, those are her words, by uh, uh, my former uh, compatriots. At, at at Ozzy, specifically the embattled now CEO. Uh, she recorded five shows for him. She said, look, I don't, you know, you knew this was going down. I don't need my brand to be associated with your collapsing brand. Thank you. Let me have my shows. And he said, well, uh, I was going to use these shows as a refresher to reintroduce people to Ozzy in, uh, in 2022. And I think your show would be a good spear point for that. That's not a quote. That's a paraphrase right? <laughs> or a Trojan horse inside of which would be the horrible Carlos Watson show. And she goes, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I want the show. He goes, okay. Uh, she goes, I'm not want to put you guys out. You let me know how much it's going to cost. She gives him facts and figures, which I'm withholding because this is going to come up in a Huffington Post piece this week. So she says, look, she tells me all this stuff. She goes, I'm going to write a piece. I'd like you to read it. I read the piece. It's a great piece. She goes, I'm going to publish it. I said, do a five easy pieces with me. She goes, I will do a five easy pieces with you, but you got to promise me, you got to promise me that you're not going to run it before before I place this piece, right? Before I break the news. And I was like, eh, yeah, sure. But she's savvy enough where she's like, okay, I did the piece. She answered the questions. I go, well, send me some photos to run with it. And she withheld the photos. Because she's like, God, he doesn't know me. You know, I could be one of those guys like, hey, I know I said I would do it, but I didn't do it. So, you know, uh, like the guys at Esquire, which is why my, one Once upon a time, Bill Clinton interview got shit canned. So I hold it. I'm holding it. I hold it. I promise it to you. Finally, it gets placed with the rap. Not R.A.P. W.R.A.P. is uh, able co- uh, competitor to uh, Hollywood Reporter, Vanity Fair. You know, so she um, she places it there and they say we're going to run it Friday. But then there's a fact checking thing, because, of course, you have to check the facts with the embattled CEO, who now is like trying to gum up the works by going slow. So it's not Sunday. So then I, I delayed the substack until Monday. Then it's not Monday because it's still delayed and they got to go through a process. And I'm like, ah, screw it. So I'll do the year end. I'll, I'll do the lookies. And in this show, also, we're going to do the misties. I should have put that in the title, but I only have a hundred things in the thing. So we're gonna do the misties in this show. So even if it goes a little bit long, we'll do the misties. And and amazingly enough, it's not an incredibly long list. So, um, so uh um so they finally publish on Tuesday, but Nancy sends me the photos. So I've been sitting on this thing, I've been sitting on this thing. Um uh uh-huh. I've been sitting on this thing for, for a week. And so that's what's on the sub stack this week. If you haven't read it, I suggest you read it. Um, this will lead to, I'm going to have, I'm going to put something massive together for Wong duty where I'm now VP um, for 2022. It, it will involve her and a few other of my, my, my favorite go-to interviewees. Um, that is a big plan for 2022. That is my KPI <laughs> um, so uh, there'll be there'll be more from her. But if you were ever a fan of Wu Tang, and of course the way Five Easy Pieces works is, don't ask anybody about the stuff that they're really famous for, right? So you are going to talk to a football player, talk to them about ballet, yeah. And all those other questions that you've already been asked, we don't give a shit. We can read those. We're going to ask you different ones, and these are usually to you know these are usually to uh, to my preferences, and you'll recognize it if you read the Substack. Like when I ask her about her memoir and, you know, how to deal with sex in her memoir. She's got kids, you know, kids are like teenagers or young adults, right? I mean, naturally, I'm asking this question. A lot of these questions tell more about the asker than the person answered. So it's like, you know, I've been asked to write a memoir, and the person who, the publisher company was like, well, we don't need you to go into the sex. And I was like, yeah, but let me tell you. She goes, no, 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 really. We don't have to. go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, let me say, Okay, there was this prostitute, okay? And then she's like, no, 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 no. It doesn't, we could just completely, I go, okay, but so if I was gonna, it's a degree of difficulty of like 10.9 out of 10. Like, how do you write a tasteful memoir that includes sexual peccadillos without embarrassing your family? I guess it's a simple answer. You don't. Nah, I didn't. It's not a work. Not yet. You idiots who are trying to draw me down that alley. You're wrong. So that's how the Sophia Chang piece came to be. I suggest you go to eugenesrobinson.substag.com and read it. If you're not already subscribed, you can subscribe for free, and we'll in a, it'll come to you every, uh, once a week. I, people go, I'm amazed that you, are that, that discipline. And I was like, really, what's the rest of the world like? And then I go to Target, I walk around and go, oh, yeah, yeah I, I see. <laughs> I, I, I see what the rest of the world is like. I remember Fresh Choice. We could go get a nice salad, you know, for like twelve ninety nine, ninety nine nine. Nice salad, nice salad. And then I would see people getting the salad and putting ranch dressing and bacon bits and chips and cheese and sour cream. It's like, why don't you just go to McDonald's <laughs> and ask for an extra side of salad, lettuce, a few more pickles, with your giant big fucking Mac gut juggling all over the place. Anyway. This is not fat shaming. This is 195, version 195, and we're going to talk about what we saw yesterday. And I'm going to go backwards, and I'm going to start with the Jake Paul, um, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley thing. It was not a work. It was not a a work. Let's just get that out of the way right, right on the face of it. It was not a work. Also, by way of gossip, and I can't give any names, sorry, I'm going to take a sideline. The interesting thing during shutdown is what some gym owners have been doing. I'll just read it to you. Would you like me to think without any identifying characteristics? I will read it to you. Um, and uh, here we go. Here we go. there, okay. A gym owner who, if I gave you the name, you would all know them kept charging percent of his gym through six months of the pandemic. Think of a gym, any MMA gym. how many people show up? How much do they have to pay? They're being charged eighty percent of the gym through six months of the pandemic. So from 2020 to 2021, well, who knows? Then he told people that they had to go people were like, hey, you know, maybe we could get the money back." He told people that they had to go through their banks. To get their money back, because probably, probably it's you know you give your credit card and it was one of those monthly things, but well, the banks are not really giving the money back. So what do we do? Then he told them, "Who the fuck is calling here?" Then he told him, "And we're still going?" Yeah, okay, I'm not using my computer. So then they told him to to wait for him to get his money from the Federal Small Business Administration. Right? And now months and months have passed and the new thing is they need to donate to the gym. Donate is in quotation marks. How much? How much on the low end? Twenty grand in the pocket. In the side pocket, eight ball in the side pocket. Huh? There you go. There you go. So you ask, you ask for some Chael Sonnen uh, gossip. It's not so much Chael Sonnen gossip, but spies tell me things. I hear things. I just read, read you the text. A gym owner you all know. So when people start complaining about their gyms, you know, Johnny Boney. Johnny's a fuck-up. But when he started complaining about Winkle John, that's sort of like, ah, The only gym owner I know, I know the guy from CSA, and I know the guy from AKA. And those cats are straight-up dudes. So it's not them, you know. I, <laughs> I didn't say it was ATT. I won't be drawn out on this. So anyway, so uh, Tyron and, and and Paul, you know, I started. I started early hater of Paul. There are a lot of people I was an early hater on. I was an early hater on Chuck Liddell. Not a hater, just kind of. Yeah, I didn't like the haircut. Yeah, kept in, Finally, I had to say, wait, 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 something different's happening. Up to and including the apotheosis of my my Chuck Liddell love, getting to write a cover story on Chuck uh, Chuck Liddell for Revolver magazine, which also included the unscripted, uh, uh, which I was too late to put in the fight book, a fight with Chuck Liddell that I had, and... And I don't think I ever wrote about that in a really coherent way. I don't think I ever wrote about that for anybody. Maybe I should put that in the substack when we get around to Hall of Fame inductions. Or maybe his name comes up in the news again and becomes a news angle. That was great. I did write about challenging and fighting Kane Velasquez. And uh, that had a very sadly predictable end. We're not here to talk about that. Talk about the people I hated on. Yeah, I so I hate it on him, you know. I and mean, a lot of people that, you, that you, the you, you, I hate it on Chael Sonnen at first. I tell you, and I'm going to report it here for the first time, and I don't want you to get angry with me. I don't want you to get angry with me. But I'm starting to soften a little bit on Crappington. I can't help it, man. I can't help it. Honest to God, this stuff is involuntary. What can I tell you? And I'm reading, and he's talking about swamp trash Magre, uh, 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 Poirier and his whole wife. And it brought a smile to my face. Now, you don't, you have no way of knowing this, but at a certain point uh, in my life, I was getting into a lot of street fights and getting my ass handed to me. If you read the fight book, if you read the fight book, you've heard me talk about this, right? And then I started to get good at fighting. And that it was happening a lot less. But I said I, I need to have I need to have I need to have rules of the road, and my rules of the road are first I got to protect myself from legal repercussions. So that me- and also I discovered that every fight that I started, that I always lost, inevitably lost. Right? I go, how about this? Fighting uh, your connection is unstable. Please wait while we try reconnecting. Okay, I guess I'm back now. That was weird. So, how about this? You do realize war is just another negotiating tool. The Hitler, the Nazis, had a whole panoply of things they could choose, and they just chose the same button. Bim, bim, 32 bang, that same roulette wheel button. They kept choosing that one. So, I, I had to view fighting in the same way. That fighting is just a negotiation tool. What would all the stuff that comes before that? is what sets the perfect scene. So I go, okay, legally speaking, as well as philosophically and ethically, morally, that's got to be the way to go, okay? So I said, easily what I have to do is, usually if I'm in a situation, if I'm in a situation where I'm about to get into a fight, it's because somebody's being a hammerhead, and that's usually not me. And so I said, well, what 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 do I really want to say to this guy? What do I really want to say to him that now I'm feeling this, within in Catch to, uh, uh, Clockwork Orange, they call this feeling of being Raz inside. That, that's now making me feel like I want to strike him. Oh, I know. And I'll lean, the MO has been now for years to lean forward so that only he can hear and say the most horrible thing ever. I don't you much like Peter Soto's, I don't use curse words. I don't use racial invective. I just tell the most crucial truth ever. And the look on their faces, of course, is priceless, but it's always the same. You guys come in here. You all look different. You all look, leave here. You all look the same. What's that? Scared. Not scared. Hurt. Hurt preachers you you're laying on your back in the church, and the preacher tells the truth, and it hurts so hurt that they can't be really held responsible for what happens next, which of course is they try to strike me at that point now, I'm defending myself you know and and I mean then sometimes it just it just depends you know um, <laughs> it it just it just depends on 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 like, you know, kind of, you got to feel the guy out. I think one of the last fights I got into was was in D.C. And I, and I think I started whispering to the guy, I go, because um, he was a pretty guy. <laughs> you know, so I said, "Was it, you're sexy. You're so sexy. Why don't we get sexy together, you and me? We could do wonderful things together. You just pull your pants down and let me get you that chair. And the guy flipped out. Right. I mean, who knows what he had in his head? He flipped out and he struck me and I was forced to defend myself. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really fun. I mean, listen, Steve Tawson was a call also called Mr. 187, who I wrote about for Ozzy, was the head of the San Jose Hells Angels, and he had been a bouncer and he killed a couple of people bouncing. And it's not that situation. Like a friend of mine, David die Derby, who sometimes listens to the show, he said he got had to go to jail for knocking out a guy's eye. The guy whose eye he knocked out in a barroom fight was, of course, a state champion wrestler. Had been tormenting people in the strip in North Carolina up and down the road in these bars, and, but he he didn't know he. This was a day he got the wrong guy, and the judge said to David die Derby, "He said, when did you know that guy was in trouble? Like, did you?" Offer aid post the I get knocked out thing. And David told said completely truthfully, well, I knew he was in trouble when he got off his bar stool. <laughs> and the just said, well, why didn't you, do, you de-escalate? You're a professional. She was like, ah, you know, I just want to finish my drink. And then he said his MO was finish your drink, go outside um, and, and smoke. Uh, uh, finish your drink, give the guy your business card with the number of knockouts that you have in it, and then go outside and have a smoke. He smoked then, come back in. So he, apparently he did this. The guy was looked at the car. It was like, yeah, fuck you. And he had, he did what he had to do. My point is, my point, my point is that separated from, separated from the politics of Crappington's initial heelism, that was choice shit to say to Dustin Poirier, right? Like, like when when Trump insulted Cruz's wife as being unattractive. The worst thing that Cruz did in my mind was to act like he didn't say it. Because in that situation, keep in mind, I know on an on a intuitive spiritual level, I have a greater understanding of Trump than somebody who didn't grow up in New York City. And you, you know, at that point, you just dig in. If the guy's not going to stop that, he's not going to stop anything. And what's he going to say? Oh yeah, well your wife's ugly too. <laughs> really? Yeah. That, that, my wife? That one? That one? That Russian hooker that I married? <laughs> She's ugly? <laughs> she might be a lot of things my friend, but that's not it. Your wife, however. <laughs> you know, there's the lines that are crossed. Now, now Crappington, if you haven't noticed, yeah, um you know Yeah, and then he accused his father of being involved in the JFK thing. So, whatever. We're not going to get caught up in that. Now, Cravington, if you haven't noticed, has subtly dropped the whole Trump thing. I don't say that he's as slick as Chael. I don't say that he's as funny as Chael. But I say that, what I said on the old show, that um, he's doing this shit because he had to do it. He was already athletically accomplished and couldn't get you know remember remember what preceded all his diaz love was in a very public way the bald one saying he didn't move the needle and one of the greatest things that, that prick Mike Kogan did and I'm trained to him he's a known associate he would never call me a friend, I'm sure so, but I can comfortably call him a friend, and that's why I'm calling him a prick <laughs> and if you I would do it if you were sitting here uh that, that that the best thing that 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 prick mike Hogan did was to say oh he doesn't move the needle and then and then actually lay it out there that 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 the nate very definitely moves a fucking needle if you follow me on uh on uh on instagram i, I love that thing where i i think it was i don't know who was it uh Leon Edwards, who he like is gonna strike and Leon's drink goes all over the place. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Major flinch. Yeah. So, so, so crappy, then I don't you you don't do stuff ultimately, even we go back to the plate of shit analogy. You don't do stuff that's not within your nature to do. I give you a million dollars to eat a plate of shit. The million dollars is really like the line, the Oxford line from letter uh letter of note. You know, the money is not nobody does what they did for the money anyway. It's just in your character. If you're a shit eater, you'll do it for a million dollars. You might do it for fifty, you might do it for free. Crappington to save his ass, winning or not, had to come up with a shtick. He came up with a shtick. He 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 and his shtick was his shtick was gonna ride this wave, red hat, my that shit's gone by the wayside. Why? He may still be a Trump guy. He may have never been a Trump guy. He doesn't make a difference at this point. The point is that he's made a late stage adjustment because otherwise he's fucking nowhere. The guy is a cockroach and you have to admire a cockroach. Yep. Yep. You gotta admire, gotta got admire, a, a, a cockroach. And so now he's losing for a second time to 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 uh, uh, Usman, and he's like saying, "Okay, we should do a best out of seven series." Completely crazy, completely crazy, desperate, almost the kind of thing that you might get a misty for. Except I think it's driven by by an aggressive, like uh, Linton crazy Johnson said, merciless realism. You played your hand. He kind of rubbed uh, the bald one's head a little too hard. You know, there might be some, somebody was asking, oh, uh, a buddy of mine works uh, down in San Jose. He goes, hey, you know this guy, Todd Duffy? I go, whoa, yeah, I do. He said, well, he came into my place with his mom and, and and his his wife, and he was telling me he was a UFC fighter. I never heard of him. I go, fucking Todd Duffy was great, great. But he put the, you know, he put the cart there, and then he hooked the horse up behind it. And so, you know, he's still repping that he's a UFC fighter, but the reality of it is, I think Duffy got Cal Schalack when he started talking about fighter pay, and then he lost a fight, and then it's like, you are phantom told. I love, I love, I love Todd Duffy, and I was glad to hear my buddy say that he was a good guy. So, so, um, so, guy, so I'm just trying to explain and lay like, groundwork for why crapping to start starting to grow on me. And so, what he's doing is now that he's got the microphone, now that he's got the megaphone, sorry, I gotta close this window because I don't want to get shot while doing the show. and The lights are going out and people can see me from the street. Um, uh, he realizes he's got, I, I got, I need a scenario seven series. Yeah, okay, 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 let fuck that. A lost. Who who could I fight? And it, this is not – he's an executive level gatekeeper at this point. Under talk versus under talk. because if you're 5 through 10, you don't want that fight. Given the way the MMA tiles work, you could find yourself challenging sooner rather than later. You don't want to have to – it's like dude is running around. Dude is running around trying to, trying to get, you know – Last boat to Cairo. Hey, i trade you. Can, can I get in to play? It's like lifting out of Saigon. It, nobody will do it for love, but somebody will do it because it suits their purposes and they got to stay valid. Yep. 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 Ka, Ka, yeah. out he's been tormenting that guy too, and this will be a great fight. He's going to lose that fight. He's going to lose that fight. But he's got, Nate wasn't going to touch him. Why? Why should I? Like, AI. Albert it. Practice, practice. Why should I practice? Practice. Why would Nate do that? Nate's going to be talking. Who's he? He's like, and, and Nate is not going to give an easy out to uh, accused anal rapist uh, uh, Connor McNuggets either. He's like, no, I won't do that. Make him fight a few fights. Make sure his leg is still working. Not gonna give him an easy out. And I tell you who, uh, McGregor will, will not be making any weight adjustments and 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 fighting uh he's gonna be fighting a Crappington. Crappington is fucking tough and angry and desperate. So I'm just saying it's possible. I didn't want to get down this welterweight rabbit hole. It's possible for people to change a narrative and you start to soften. I tell you, God's honest truth, I start soften to Jake Paul. He was a YouTube prick, and you know it's just a generational thing. You know, now I realize, like when I was in my hardcore heyday, some of the older guys at the gym, they'd be like, "Hey." kids and i always told myself okay, i get to be the older guy i'm not gonna some woman corral me in a bar in virginia she's i used to be in the punk rock you know and now and i'm keeping mind this was like in 1982 she's talking about 1977 she's already a cop in the old plea in 1977 get the fuck out of here with that so i never want to be that guy i never want to be like at the line in the supermarket and see some 17 year old kid with a gbh shirt and go hey you know i played with them. Fuck that. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, old man. Fuck you. Fine. So Jake Paul, I was like, ah, you know, got the tattoo, got the hand thing, the hip hop Gen Z thing. Fuck you. I got you. I'm an influencer. Yeah, yeah. But he did everything he's done from 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 starting out doing landscaping with his dad to you know, I mean, if you t- look in terms of what influencers do and what they contribute. His contribution has not been nil, null, or void, which I can't say the same about the Kardashians. Don't get on me about the Kardashians. If you own anything that they that they make, that they sell, that they endorse, I'd be very surprised and like to ask you what it is. As of now, they are taking up space for the sake of taking up space. And because they're billionaires, people feel justified and allow them to take up space. I don't care. So I look at Paul and I go, well, okay, you got you got our attention. Now gain our interest. And he could have done a lot of stupid shit based on some of these other people that once that like Ellie Nessler, whose son was fucking molested by like some Eagle Scout guy. Ellie Nessler shoots him to death in the court and had the world sympathy. Got slapped on the wrist, was like, okay, we'll go probation, you're free to go, because everybody understood a mother's pain. The celebrity put a zap on her head. She got into crystal meth. She just fucking lost it. She was a mess. All that sympathy went went away. Ellie Nessler went to jail. So you didn't give a shit about your son. That's why he was there, open to being molested in the first place. Fuck you straight to jail. Don't do that. The the, the light shines on you. A lot of stupid things you could do. He didn't do them. The most significant thing he did was to be a thorn in the ass of of the bald one. Now that was self-serving. That was self-serving. But sometimes, hey, everything we do is self-serving, right? It's a number of people. You know, Steve Jobs started Apple. I worked at Apple. There's a lot of self-serving going on there. I'm using this, doing this show on an Apple computer next to my Apple iPhone. A lot of self-serving stuff that went on there. But fundamentally, Steve made it possible for me to send my kids to college. Versus... You know, Carlos Watson say who made it possible for me to pay my water bill. It's different. Spent way more on Carlos Watson than they ever spent on me. So, so, so the Pauls come along and they start. Now, I don't know whether it's a duck or a dodge. It's a way to justify their continued presence. Whether they really have care or concern, but I'm starting to feel like they really do care or are concerned about um, about. Which is completely opposite accused anal rapist Conor McGregor. Which is what Anthony Smith said when he put uh, uh, accused anal rapist Conor McGregor on blast and said, look, you know, he's lost the one community that he really wants. And that's why it's because he made it clear that he thinks we're shit. Good luck to you. Whereas Jake Paul is the exact opposite. He seems to love these cats. He seems to really care. So. So right away i'm suffering okay so i we get to this fight and i say this fight could go either way i mean you know it was close before maybe there was some chicanery i don't know if he's good if he's serious that guy goes back and his team studies film the way boxing teams do not mma remember mma you can't you can't specialize because it's not about, it's it's the mix. Like J- Josh Allen Friedman wrote this book about this mafioso uh, who was connected to uh, Plato's Retreat, the sex club. And the guy said, you know, I could blow 48 loads in 24 hours. The bullshit you can. I'll bet you 50 grand. Big money got involved. Gangsters from New York and New Jersey got involved. Start putting big money on this guy. This guy says he can blow 48 loads in 24 hours. I got, I got action on that. The guy, the guy was like, he was going to jail for tax evasion. I think this is the guy who ran on Plato's retreat, going to prison for tax evasion. So he's like, I want to have a fling before I do it. They had a club. They had this club, closed it for the night, had the women show up. The guy had a medical student from Columbia who was going to be to, to, to check the loads and maybe it wasn't 48, but it was a large number for 24 hours. Mr. Marcus did the luckiest black man in America where he fucked 300 women in the course of 13 days. And he only blew no, 300 women in the course of four days. And he only blew 13 loads. That's a professional. I know because he told me. So this guy, gangsters show up, Columbia Med School students there with a flashlight and a magnifying glass make sure the guy wasn't fucking, uh, uh, trying to fake the loads. And the guy actually, and and as an act of bravado, he even jerked off once before the girls showed up, just like, fuck you guys. Monster balls. The women show up. He makes it with 15 minutes to spare, right? This is pre-Viagra, right? And the guy, in explaining his win later, he said, where they lost is that they let me pick the women. Because I, there's no way that I could have blown 40 loads with with the same two women, three women, four women. It was all in the rotation. So, you know, so so I, I think Jake Paul and, and Woodley, he got really close last time. You know, he was going to go to Fury because he's being really clever about the rotation. All we got to do is see Jake Paul lose a couple of times and the spell is broken. We're done. We're moving on to something else. Legitimate boxing fans are going to boxing. We're back to MMA. We just don't give a shit. So the magic, that and why it's all worth watching, is the, the careful balancing act with, with with the picks. He picks Fury, but things change. Last thing, it switches to Woodley. It's got four weeks. he has got enough time. A real boxing team does. They watch the tape. And he gets tired, makes an MMA thing. If you're an MMA guy, like last time, I got into a bunch of fight with a bunch of bouncers when we played with King Diamond, and the bouncers are running for the stage. And I unscrew the mic stand loose from the base, and I'm using it like a lightsaber. And then they're like, "Oh, oh, the stick!" And I was like, "Oh, ah, ha, ha, okay. You think it's a stick? I throw the stick down, and I put up my hands. Now." You know, I grew up in Brooklyn, right? So I remember kids like, fuck, doing this. You know, their hands all wide, trying to create a larger physical profile. Uh, but, I, you know, keep it tight. High and tight. Right? And the guy, the bouncers saw that, and they knew enough to know, uh, you know what, you might know a little bit of something. And that's all I knew, a little bit of something. And they're like, fuck it. we we'll just call the cops, which is what they did. Anyway, not to digress. So, you know, Woodley drops that hand, And dude is like, uh, you know, you hold your hand down in MMA and the guy figures he's going to shoot on me. So you're worried about something. You're not thinking of it. There are only two target zones. You put your hands down. You're inviting me to hit you in the face. And he did. And Woodley fell like a fucking tree. That was not a work because there are easier ways to take a shit. Look at Ali and fucking Liston. Watch that fight again. There are easier ways to throw a fight than taking a shot like that. That shot will knock you out of your fucking zip code. That was not a shot you want to take. And now they're talking about Paul fighting, uh, uh and he's already got the built an exit excuse. I've been, you know, from the shots in the head, I'm, my speech is a little slurry. Uh, this is not, I'm not long for this. And of course, he's gonna build the next massive thing, is now he's gonna get in there with, with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson loves this guy. Mike, do not take action on this fight. <laughs> do not get played like you might have got played with Noons and Pena. Do not. And that's probably the last fight that Pena's gonna win. She is Mickey Gould. She or not or, or CM punk or or North Butted. She's not not long for that. No, 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 no. That's why the list is short. He's not getting the Misty. You know, I, I know what he said. Let me—he's got until Wednesday before he's misty he qualified, which puts him too late for twenty twenty-one. So th- this fight, sixth round, two rounds to go, done. I mean, it, it just great. I felt my heart went out to the guy. He needs one guy who I beat up at the Underworld in Camden. And kept coming back. You've heard me talk about it. So don't try down to down the me on my own show. And I finally said after I beat the guy, knocked him down unconscious like twice. And then when he gained consciousness, he came running back and said, "If anybody here cares about this guy, let's make sure he doesn't come back again, because eventually I'm going to have to put him to sleep for longer than the ten minutes I did twice already. And you know I don't want the guy to go home and fucking die in his sleep, and then I got to deal with this." So just stop him now. It's not fun, not funny. You already saw me knock him out twice. Stop it. Nice nah, just stop. So so um, so I don't know if Paul's gonna fight. If He's gonna fight Tyson. If he's gonna fight Fury. One thing he did do. All those cats in MMA were like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck him Yeah. You know, Tyra could go make another hip-hop record, you know. I'm going to beat your ass. That wasn't his hip-hop record. <laughs> He's zero six 6 since he made that song, I was going to beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. So that was very funny. But I, you know what? Um, He just needs to stop. I know he said at one point that he was using money poorly, you know, from the movie where he was fucking the raccoon to I'm not kidding. I think Mr. Iz is the one who turned me on to the clip that he was fucking the raccoon. Um, I, you know, Diaz can fight that fight whenever. He's got he's got big money business with with accused anal rapist Conor McGregor because frankly that's one of the best places for for him to go. Both of them, both of them. I hear him chattering, Mister Accused Anal Rapist Conor McGregor. I hear him chattering, but Nate is one of the best places he could go. There's a reason for it. There's a reason. No, man. He was fucking a raccoon. Asked Mr. Is to repost it on the Twitter feed in a movie. uh, T.I. made him fuck a raccoon. He got his penis mangled by the raccoon. I'm not joking. I might be funny, but I'm not joking. So, um, so, uh, uh, uh. So it's it, it's Nate's world. As far as I'm concerned, the best of all possible worlds. Nate's got it. Moving on to the fight, which I have, you know, um, yet yeah, Nate, Nate, Nate can't lose. Nate, Nate has got glory inside MMA, glory in boxing. He he he's got like the chessboard where you get checkmate. He, there's not a single move that Nate could make right now that's not going to make him huge amounts of jack. Not a single one that I can think of. Not a single one. And, I mean, he, and you can't, like, Paul is watching a lot of tape. So he's already, you know, his team is watching tape. They knew that the, 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 the Woodley was going to drop his hands. Woodley is, I don't know what he was thinking about, but the thing is you get paid so much money, You think, secretly in your mind you're like, well, what do I get if I win? Bragging rights at $10 million. What do I get if I lose? $10 million. That's not a bad day at the job. Who's gonna make, Who's gonna make fun of Tyron Woodley? <laughs> like Andy Andy Griffith says in uh, in The Face in the Crowd. I'll paraphrase him. Yeah, I might not be able to beat Jake Paul, but I can kick your ass. And keep in mind, the machinery is set up. This is This is a shot in the arm. This is really kind of an interesting way to deal with MMA and and boxing because it is real, an anti establishment in, indie movement, right? you don't think, if I started talking shit, if I had, if it was more than just you, you and me listening to the show, and I started talking shit about um, Hojo game in a very serious way, you do realize, of course, that we could talk ourselves into an actual fight with no organization, no process, no, nothing, nobody behind us. We could actually get somebody independent promoter, find a space if there was enough interest as it is his there's such a great disparity between the numbers in his audience and this one that this is f- farts <laughs> I would have to I would have to influence her, ratchet it up, slap him in I'd have to do a bunch of stuff outside of my character to do, especially given that in his dealings with me. Face-to-face, he's always been nothing but kind. Even if he has insulted my friend Lydia Lunch, he's always been very nice to me. So I'd have to do stuff out of my character to gin it up. And the thing is, and I'm not high enough of a public profile to get around that. And the second I started doing shit like that, he would call uh, Jake Shields and go, is this a fucking fucko, your friend? What's he doing? And then Jake would call me and say, hey, Eugene, what are you fucking doing? Stop it. And then I would have to go, I'm just trying to get a fight. He's like, you're almost 60. Stop it. And I go, okay. Stop, stop it. I don't want to be a dick. i just trying to get a fight. Man, then everybody else get the fight. And I don't get the fight. now. Nah, so that's not going to happen. But the fact that the machinery is not controlling it is glorious. Because everybody, you know, Jake Paul, whether you intended or not, and whether he may actually manage to move that needle in terms of fight or pay at all, He's done something different that these guys are actually clued into their real worth. Yeah, you know what? My contracts say Derek the Black Beast Lewis. His, he's he's now the knockout fucking king of the UFC. The entire, from 19, whenever that first UFC was, to now knocked out more people than any single fighter. That puts you Hall of Fame. I don't know how many fights he has left on his contract. but. If he's got one fight left on his contract, he's talking about still making another title run, but he he realizes, and if he hasn't, he will realize soon that that's only one of the options. This boxing MMA hybrid thing, you know, uh, you know you would be there if he challenged fucking Fury. He doesn't have to win a lot of fights like that. He doesn't have to win any fights like that. But suddenly, options have been reintroduced into the marketplace, and that's got to be good for business. And, you know, I don't know why I was the only one on Care Don't Care to pick him. The uh, 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 Nash and, and Steph are insane. I knew there was no way he was going to go and lose to the They Everybody wants this kind of this, this heavyweight that have some hope on the horizon at Dockhouse, and he can move like a lightweight. And he was going to uh, – got to understand how people's minds were going into it. Lewis, uh, uh, Lewis looked across the cage. was like his mind was couldn't accept the possibility that this guy was going to beat him. It just, whereas, you know, whereas who is it that we said uh, we, uh, we watched? Uh, uh, Pedro Munoz. He's uh, just comfortable with losing. His mind had just decided, all right, right that guy's a legend. That's cool. I mean, I high five you, low five you, hug your stuff. Be great. Derek Lewis was like, no," and he's a cop, former cop. Ah. You know, a guy was very close to tapping me today with some bullshit made up move that he had. I say bullshit because I know if it works, it works. But is it duplicatable? He had a crisis of confidence. He let it go. I, I, he had. He had my head pressed against his chest, and it was ghee, so he could actually turn. My head was pressed against his chest like this, and so he was just turning his body I hold down turn the body this way, and I was like, Fuck I'm about to go this is not this is not cool, but I got relaxed, and he had a crisis of confidence. he let me go. I could see in his mind he was willing to accept failure, so that's fine. I held it out. There's no way that 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 Lewis was losing that fight, so that was great to see you know to number. Have a seat. Where, 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 where am I? Says Dockhouse. It's called the Phantom Toll You'll be here for a while. Get used to it. All right. Uh, um, and let's see where are we where, Here are some of these other fights. Under uh, Boy Thompson, I actually picked him because Bilal has Mah- holes in his game, but holes in his game get trumped every fucking day by Fight IQ. He's like the guy's reach is like what 3.5 inches long. Why, why, why? He's taller than me, lankier than me. He's got three. Why would I why would I do anything other? You you want to see people who don't do that? Look at Tyron Woodley. Compare and contrast Tyron Woodley, V, Randy Couture, and James Tony. Everybody thought that he was gonna go out there and do that. You know what? It was because he was such a good boxer. That couture knew, I'm not boxing this fool. Low ankle pick, on the ground, beat him up. It's called MMA. Thanks for coming. You don't really have any sense, even seeing, you realize when you see boxers fight, you're looking at two people who spend all of their time boxing. You want to see some shit? Oh, watch these reels. You can find them on YouTube. Watch a, a a. a professional boxer, boxer human being. You don't even see the shots that put him down. <laughs> you don't see him, and the person that gets put down doesn't see him. Bilal's fight plan wasn't just going to be, I'm going to go out there and just be Bilal and see what happens. It's like, how do I deal with a tall tree like that? Cut it the fuck down. And anything you saw about Bilal didn't indicate that he would do that. I'm sure Wonderboy, I mean, his failure wasn't physical. It was fight IQ based, and I blame it on his team as well as him. Because it's not like, well, this is what he's done, and this is probably what he's going to do. It's more, well, this is what he's done, but what's he going to do against me? Well, I've got enough. I'll practice getting, you know, sprawling, getting up. Nah, bro, you got mugged. And this was a fail. Fe- this was a... A categorical failure. And I've been soft on you the whole time. I can't believe I picked you for this fight. I think I did. Your holes remain. His holes have been patched up. Educability is the key. Dude, dude, dude is playing to win. Uh, even the jungle wanted her to win. She did not win that fight. Connection is unstable. Please wait while we try reconnecting. You know, I said, right, Okay, I'm back. Huh? Lemos, I'm not I'm going to talk about that. Angela Hill won that fucking fight. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There they want, badly. And who was it, Doug Crosby with that crazy? No, 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 no. She was a people's champ. People cheered for her. It was she was robber, to robber, robber. That was a first class muggy. You know? What? what for the for the the face kick in the beginning? That was a first class drubbing. And that's the kind of shit that makes me think. We got, you know, where? Crosby, stop it. But she was not, they did not want her to win, right? This is sports entertainment. This is sports entertainment, right? So this is what happens. Uh uh Kao and Ricky Simone, a fight that's only noteworthy because some of you tuned into it. I said, I don't always want to be that guy, but I got to be that guy. Is Usada still in business? And I'm not saying it because of what Simone looks like physically. I'm saying that because of like the only true indicator I've been able I've been able to, to to get my hands on with steroids is that there's no refractory period. You go and go and go. You go and you go and you go. And that's what we saw with Ricky Simone. I mean, ultimately, they get you get to the failure stage where you've developed enough muscle that your body can't really feed that muscle without fatiguing. So, was he slowing down by the second? Did it matter? Got him out of there in a second. I, 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 I would, I would bet a lot of money that he's out. Whatever, I, you know. What can I say? Usada is working, or it's not working, or they care, or they don't care. You know, well, I don't know. Look, I lost uh, last, my last competition. I took second place to a guy who was clearly juicing. We went zero zero. Wasn't stronger than me zero zero, and they gave the guy they gave it to him because the guy they, they felt the guy was more aggressive. So technically, the steroids did help him win. But it's like, hey, man, we're like Masters 18. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, come on, try something. It's like, hey, you try something. <laughs> You're so juiced up, get me down. You know, if I had better judo, I'd, I'd get you down. And then uh, for uh, Gamrot, it was great for Shara, Um Gamrot, Polish guy. So he's, I, I think I, I chose not to care about this fight, though. Cub Swanson, always a big Cub Swanson booster. Darren Elkins shouldn't have been in there, but again, it's like you know this is why I don't like Beltor. If is if Beltor fight in San Jose, and there's a guy from San Jose fighting and a guy from Sacramento, that guy from Sacramento is going to have to shoot somebody to win that fight. I just see the way they do it. Yeah, the uh, the, uh, the and there were I got in late and I had to watch the stuff in in, in up the uh, um, the uh, um, the early the prelims. But let's see, where are we now? So uh, is there anything else on the card that I want to discuss before I get into the Chell Sonnen thing? Uh, yeah, he he was, I just, I love that guy so much. Um, and, you know, he's got this thing with the kids just like me. Well, my card stops at Cub Swanson and Darren Elkins, right? Well, main card, and nobody, apparently, this is from the U- Oopsies own page. They don't give, Jordan Levitt, that was interesting. That was what I've averaged jiu but aggressively applied, and and, and uh, I enjoyed that. It was like watching somebody like me train. Let's go to sure, dog. They're pretty good, and I like Jeff Sherwood, though. He doesn't own it anymore. And let's just get the listing, because th- there's one other fight that I think that I wanted to talk about before we get to the Chelsonen thing. So uh, play by – no, that's not what I want. Uh, not the uh, – uh, let's see. Matches to make after the bell. Gamrot. Um, where is the play-by-play? What am I leaving out then? Because if I can't, if I can't get the, if I can't get this listing. Oh, Mr. JWC, I still haven't set your shit out. I'm going to do it this week, though. It's not so much that I lie, but I just say things that don't happen to come true. Uh, where is it? It's not, I, I'm, I'm missing the strain here. News. Let's go straight to the news. Uh, um. Here, play-by-play. Play. Okay. Nope, same one again. I'm doing it. Tyrone. No, no. Here we go. Lewis and Dockhouse playbook. So, let's see. Uh, Levitt, that was cool. The Dante Mays and Parisian. Wasn't that the guy who was like – who was not nah, in watch Pennington and Chieson, and I was doing something. Jordain, I watched. Shara Eubanks, that liver kick was deadly. Toffo, I, I liked. It. He, he came in overweight at 267. But people are talking interesting things about him. But you do realize he just fought Henry Harry Hunsecker and uh, uh, Barcelos and, and Victor Henry. Good shot uh, and Dustin Stolfus. Yeah, some of these guys are just on fumes. And Mierschot is one. Of them. And I think it's safe for me to talk about. My spies indicate that that famous Mierschot loss. I think it was against Hamzat. Was a was that they don't they don't say it was a work, but they say that he just wasn't training and wasn't wasn't mere sure, show. yeah wasn't uh wasn't just didn't didn't take the dude seriously it wasn't there it wasn't head focused but anyway whatever that fight so we're done we're gonna fight on fight first of all i want to say whatever happened to what happens in vegas stays in vegas what happened to that everybody with the fucking cell phones this fucking snitch culture what you know. A man can't be high, walking around, slapping strangers willy nilly at his. I guess he just can't be doing that. You can't be ripped out of your head in Vegas anymore. Really? You can't? I guess if people know who you are, you can't. I mean, look, look. For whatever reason, he was banging like a lunatic on the door. Right? Yeah, Johnny Bonnie Johnny. He did it when I first learned to ski, Hunter Mountain, New York City, you'd fall and people would ski up to you like top speed. You're like, oh no, this guy's gonna 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 run over me. And then he would do he'd do a slide, a stop slide, showering you with snow, and then he'd look down and go, You okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine, thanks. As soon as I got good enough to ski, that became my jam. see somebody fall zzz, zzz, ah, snow covering them. hey you, you okay? Uh, just check it All right so uh, so uh you know Chael is, is banging on some door. I'm not interfering I got the, I got New York 1970s in my head. I'm not getting stabbed because some old lady with a sharper screwdriver because some old lady got her purse snatched and she's upset and vocalizing. I'm not going to stab for 47 cents. You got, we can, wherever that 47 cents went, you can get more. Father of two in Coney Island in the 70s got stabbed to death trying to save, but junkie trying to get some old ladies' purse. Yes, old ladies should be able to go with, hither and yon without getting, you know, without fucking, you know, without getting their purse snatched, but those kids should have grown up with a father. The junkie does what junkies did. So Chael's in the hallway. Banging on some door. Whose door was it? Maybe he was in the room with some friends and they decided it'd be funny to lock him out of the room Sure. Whatever. A couple walking by felt like they had to comment. I see a guy, I'm walking down, I'm walking down near NYU. Right? Like, right in the, like, near Cooper Union, NYU, and it's like three in the morning. Car pulls up. A guy jumps out with a fucking gun. And at that point, I go, it's got nothing to do with me. Deaf and dumb. I just keep on walking. When I get to the corner, I start, as I turn to go away to get the building between me and them, I kind of glance back, and I see that the guy was coming from some club, and he was making a night deposit in the box, wasn't taking any chances. Not my business. Not my business. Chael is shirtless, banging on some room. Maybe he's pulling a Marvin. Uh, 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 the, who's the guy uh, on the boardwalk? Uh, who's the cat who got shot by the woman in the hotel? Um, that not, not, uh, not Marvin Gaye who was shot by his father, but the Samuel. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who? Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. Now, I'm going to make the show a little bit longer just so I can remember. Char, uh, uh, uh shot. None of you know this? Sam Cook. Thank you. JB pulls it out. Sam Cook. So maybe he's trying to pull a Sam Cook. Who knows? You know what? That's just not, I can get back to my room and make a call. But largely, just keep on walking. Unless a guy hits me with the age old thing which gets me every time, and I hate myself for going for it, but I can't stop myself. The fuck are you looking at? Hey, man, you broke that ice first. You spoke to me. Mom should have told you don't. Yep, yep. Mom should have told me. uh, Your mom should have told you, like, my mom, don't talk to strangers. You don't know who I am. I'm just looking. At this point, though, staring and looking, you need to discuss. I walk by. I see an angry uh, Chalsona beating on the door. I glance, just like when I got to the end of the block and the guys got the 38. I glance, and then I go about my business. I can get back to my room and make whatever calls I want. Dude's in a, in a precarious position because he's with his woman. Maybe she says something. Maybe, child, at that point says, shut your mouth, you filthy hooker. <laughs> Speculation. Speculation. I don't know. I wasn't there. I hear things. So now he's put the guy in an uncomfortable position where the guy's got to do something. Like, oh, God. Unless it's Ted Cruz. When they get back to the room, he goes, hey, honey, you thought you were a hooker. Honey, isn't that cool? You gotta give it hot. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, let me. Uh, I don't know that she wants to be publicly identified, but a, an ex of mine says, "Well, i don't give you a birthday party, a good birthday present." And I said, "Okay, great. You're gonna go. We're gonna stay overnight in fancy hotel in San Francisco." I go, great. Yeah, she's. But I'm gonna come and get you. And I was like, "Okay, you came and get me." And she was dressed like a hooker. It was great. I'm not into, typically into cross, cosplay, but I was pretty cool. <laughs> we're like walking along the street and people were like, I guess pimps just bring their women all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the front desk and the whole bit. It was great. So, so he insults the woman. The guy has to say something. And then you've given him an avenue to redirect this hostility. Right? So he tunes the guy up. Under normal circumstances, it ends there. But we got Halle Berry movies like *Bruised*, you know. We got Amanda Noons, you know. Uh, you know we got Captain Marvel lifting ships up into outer space. So the dude is getting tuned up, and and then the girlfriend has got to, she's got to, got to, got to get involved. You get a bing, hints, hits. hits Convicted, felony, felony, criminal, convicted, criminal, Chael Sonnen, And he's got make with the backhand. Bob Bing, you've been gonged. You're done. You're gonged. Go home. You're now a YouTube sensation walking with a shirt askew around your neck, <laughs> shoeless to a hotel where you've been 86, you're not staying there again? When are you guys going to learn that Vegas is your best playground, but your worst playground, your best and your worst? You had one job. You had one job, and you went down in flames with this one job. Chael, I love you, bro, but where do you go from here? Fortunately, you could pull a Hojo game, you can start your own YouTube thing. You already got your show. You don't re- the access that they give you. You're a clever guy. We would pay you just to listen to you. You know. I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, so now who lost? Who who lost? It? So you tuned them up, and what? Should have been at home counting the money. Should have been in that hotel room counting your money. D.C. goes hither and yon. And people uh, try to exercise him. I've heard. Nah, it's okay. I'm going go home and count some money. <laughs> I got Tupac me out here. Haven't you figured out that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is only for people who are not famous? Because if you're famous, The fact that what happened in Vegas didn't stay in Vegas serves as a fucking public relations lure for people who want to go to Vegas and get dirty. You're helping the town. That town helps nobody but itself, and you got juked. That's all. That's all. That's all I know. Maybe I'll have a little bit more next week. Anyway, the Misties. I said I would go a little bit over for the Misties. You guys are gonna be disappointed in how short this list is. A certain type of party, you can be as high as you want in Vegas. This is the best part about Vegas, and the town will accommodate you as long as you don't interfere with the town. So it's Misty's time. Okay, so no, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do the breaker. Being a dick doesn't get you into the misties. Somebody was outraged. One of you maybe was outraged that they went to uh, 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 some creepy ass politician's page, Twitter feed, and sees that Andre uh, or- Orlovsky liked the guy or followed him. I follow lots of pricks on on uh, on Twitter. Doesn't mean I like them. So I'm not willing to. I'm not. I'm not to cancel thing. We don't do that here. But I do call you accused anal anal rapist Conor McGregor until the end of time. That we do. Call call a spade a spade. So Misty's. Okay. I don't know if you paid attention to this. um, But Misty of the year still, for like the eighth year running, still, Belongs. I, usually, they I start at the end. I'll give you the top stuff at the, at the top. Chris Weidman, Chris Woodpile Weidman, the Gauleiter General of, of the Lost Battalion, because unless you were paying attention, not only did he stand up when 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 the when the crowd cam came to him and was like, "Yeah," and nobody cheered. If that didn't break your heart. What now he's sending out, if you all heard Paul Felder and John Annie, yeah, I know some guy says, Jim, he's back. He's training. He's back. The fact that he's training in a gym so that people think he's back is proof positive that he is a true believer and not a cynical opportunist, meaning he has no idea where he is. He's bumping around wood piles. He is in the mist, and I love that guy. Never say die. No, maybe you should say die. What? Why? You don't stop that guy. You don't stop that guy because it's like Fitzcarraldo or Geary. I'm going to take that boat over the mountain. That's crazy. Huh? So he he is a hand, hands-down winner. Accused anal rapist Conor McGregor, not Misty. All of his chatter is designed because he, in his MMA fantasy league, is like, Diana Ross, help me. Where does this road turn? Where do I go from here? How do I stay valid for for something other than running my mouth? Not because you got to believe what he's saying, and more importantly, you have to believe that he believes what he's saying, and I don't believe any of that is true with him. So that's out. Johnny Boney Joni, he's barreled. Barreled, pants down, done. Anything he says is of no Anything he says he's been allowed to say, they got him. They got him. They got him. You were gotten. Your team should have watched out for you just a little bit. Just a little bit. Remember that night you came down to my dressing room? The Canino fight? You told me it wasn't it wasn't my it wasn't my night. You and my brother, Charlie, you should have looked out for me just a little bit. Nobody's looking out for that guy. But he makes it hard. Hanging out with the with the Mini Mark crew, he makes it hard. Uh, 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 um, anybody who is Crappington against at, he's got to. Got no choice. Not Misty. I hear that Uriah Faber is talking about returning that is noteworthy and mystified so up and uh, up and comer uriah favor team alpha male i have to tell you something too who's the little kid who got busted the little one the little one who got busted for steroids the former team alpha male guy uh uh the, the one who uh, who got emplaced by Dominic cruz you're you're copying me little blonde guy what's his name nah not man <laughs> holy field little blonde guy who's a former team who's a former team uh, uh alpha male guy uh he used to be a champion and they got busted for steroids you know what i'm talking about No, oh, you're just gonna just leave me out here nobody's gonna uh yeah t j Dillashaw. thank you thank you t j Dillashaw. I don't know if you've been reading what he's been saying. He's also on the uh, 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 on on the missed list, 2020. I don't see things changing for him. I guess to be to be organized, we should go through weight division, but it's not that kind of list. It includes more than just fighters. Laura Sanko, who I love, is making a play to be a color commentator. And she might get that job as a, as a maneuver uh, Hojo gain out, Mr. 130 Millionaire, and that's on the bottom end. But if she believes that just doing a good job is going to be enough to keep that job, she's in the mist Because the Baldwin has given that job to meet the moment. And he, much like Fox, much like Trump, has a, a penchant for, for, for cute blonde things. But I, I really like her. I think she's got her shit together. I have to say, I have to say also that uh, 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 Masvidal is skirting mi- missed issues. If he's not thinking about the Jake Paul S uh, draw being all important, or Congo was really good at that. Kungo was very good at that. If he's not playing that game, he's going to find that he's now two down. Glad you're driving expensive automobiles and wearing fur coats, and smoking weed with your friends. Got it. You need to think about your future, Mr. Almost 40 years old. That's all I'm saying. Cyril Gan versus Nganu. If you haven't been able to pay attention, Nganu has been getting a raft of shit press lately. He was a voter a, who, who was claiming that he's a dick. Bolstered by that video, I couldn't get that video. Who put that video up of him walking backstage? And he said, I did not want to have to deal with my ex-manager. I, I knew Cyril was next to him, but I couldn't figure out how to... You think the Oofsi wants all these African champs? Gane is is clearly much more pliable. A fight that I'm interested in? Sure. But if you haven't been able to smell the bald one all over this recent raft of bad press, this guy, he's got to deal with the guy, but he's punishing him for all that all that cash talk. He doesn't know this. He is mystified. He loses his fight against Gone. He, if you think you really need to check your history. Realizing that you're over a barrel helps you. But of course, if you're in the mist, you don't realize that's a barrel you're over. You see you see where the mist, it doesn't matter if somebody like uh, 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 Asun Kao says this or says that, or Ryan Hall says this or says that, because they're insignificant. To the business. Mist is only for the guys who, who, who the bald one is paying attention to. And like Larry Klein, the film director, once said, he goes, it's never a good thing when God pays attention to you. If the Bible has taught you anything, it's never a good thing when God is paying attention to you. If the bald one is paying attention to you, generally, it's not a good thing. Who are those brothers? The Miller brothers. Those guys have been around forever and generally I think they just forget that they're there. Got a paycheck. Paycheck. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Peña is not a long play. Amanda Nunes will be back. Knows exactly where she is. Talked to, took the dive for sure that money. No miss there. Miesha Tate bringing up the distaff side of the Misties. Get the best actress, best female mist owner. Garbrandt knows exactly where he is, and it's sad. I don't say he's Misty. I don't say he's Misty. Look at his face that last fight. He knows where he is. He knows where he is. Dark starred, Phantom Tollbooth, low draw number, in the millions, you're done. You're done. I have to say, I have to say, being an executive gatekeeper in the way that Crappington is is not a bad place to be, not a bad place to be at all. Every there's a lot of motion down there. Uh, Davy Figs, you have a Moreno. You know that, that on the lower end, there's not a lot of mist there. Not, strangely enough, but as you get to thicker, bigger, heavier, Anna Rachich, is uh, who is who told disclosure. Uh, Roberto Pastouche, Team Surround, uh, uh, a known affiliate, has got a fight coming up with uh, uh If he fights like he fought his last fight, now he's in the top five, very fighting very cautiously, he's going to get toasted by a motivated Blahovitz. I'm not making my call this far out, but I think if he shows up half-assing it, mist is his. Correct. Correct. So those are the misties. mark them they 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 will change and update but no coming out of 2021 nobody has bested the Galileo general nobody at all as it should be as it was as it will be this is version one yep a nine uh five of the Eugene s Robinson show stomper s- Monday there is no care don't care because there's no fight coming up. Remember, it's a preview show. So if there's no fight coming next week, we don't do the show. I did pick uh Derek Lewis, so I'm still flying high over that. Didn't pay, didn't make any picks in the Woodley thing, though I suspected Woodley would would have won. So I'm glad I did not. So no care, don't care. Uh Tuesday, Tuesday night, there is a uh if the shoes fit, the special secret thing that those of you know about if the shoes fit when Kid Nate is a host it not happen. I don't think he's the host this week. I think it's me and John Nash and and Alexi. It's Tuesday right now. The uh, 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 the Eugene S. Robinson Substack Sophia Chang is up all week, um, and I haven't figured out what I'm going to write about on next week. It will leave it as it may on Sunday, and that's the end of the show. We're up on the holidays. Hanukkah is ended. Christmas is is beginning. Uh, 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 the wife asked me. She goes. Uh, she goes, "What do you want for Christmas?" And I said, "Peace on Earth." And she kind of laughed. And I go, "I don't really mean on the Earth, Earth. I mean on my portion of the Earth. <laughs> you know, it's my portion of the Earth. It's just like you know, it's a it's a father's dream. You just come home. How's everybody? We're great, Dad. Whew. It's all. That's all, all I want for Christmas." It's all I want for Christmas. That and my two front teeth. I got those anyway. So anyway, this is the end of 195. Thanks for listening. Uh, try not to die between now and next week. I will do the same. I didn't even get into the health issue. Connected to the thing I was going to die last night. I don't know. I think it was food poisoning. I seem to be okay. The, the ribs and the liver thing, I was acting up. I'm not talking about it now. I'm not going to talk about it now. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Until then, look what you made me do! Uh...
0: <laughs>